Hello and welcome to Enough Said. This is the mental health services and mental health support podcast brought to you by Independent Newham Users Forum. It's a registered charity based in the heart of East London, operating from Ithaca House. We're brought to you live and direct by the impeccable sound engineer, MKH Inc. Good day. We are also co-hosted by Stephen Code. Hi. And Michael Ahern. Hi. I am here as your host, Trevor Jones, and welcome to Enough Said. So, on Enough Said today, we're actually going to be talking about places of interest that are worth going. And uh, the reason being is Enough, once or twice a year, does outdoor day trips. We're quite familiar with going to places like Brighton, Southend, and on occasions... um, central london to kind of visit parks and um, spaces of uh, memorabilia so at the moment we're thinking about places of interest for the art workshops um what do you guys think about um hanging out or going out in terms of places of interest during the week it depends how far i have to walk yeah so for (laughs) you it all depends on location distance yeah travel yeah options yeah okay and uh, Michael, how about yourself? Um, it depends what they've got to. It depends what they've got to offer. Okay. What's on? And MKH, what do you think? What determines a place of interest being worth checking out for you? <coughs> Mostly how much it is to get in. So Spondulix, De Niro's, the big bucks. Pounds. Cool. Yes. Euros. So it'll be pounds again soon. It was never euros. Yeah. No, I get, <laughs> they it, never it, gave euros yeah, a chance. Exactly. Yeah, but yeah, that's 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 the first thing I was looking at. Okay, how much is it for entry? Yeah, I mean the thing is, London can be quite expensive, and it's always good to kind of go somewhere where you can get concessions and free prices. Uh, we've got a new project, uh, or we've got an old project called the Art Workshop, which has been funded by a new group called. Uh, the Lyles Local Foundation, which is part of Tate and Lyle Sugars. We'd like to thank them for uh, the grant that we received from them earlier this year. But we need to think about which places are places of interest worth going. So I have put up a short list that we can look into and explore. The short list includes God's Own Junkyard, the National Gallery, the National Photo Gallery, Tate Modern and Whitechapel Gallery. Which one do you guys want to talk about first? I I go for my what what used to be my local. Oh, we've got Horniman Gallery as well, yeah. and we might throw in a wild card. What's your local? Mine, mine used to be Whitechapel. Okay, so Whitechapel Gallery is an art gallery in London, and it's a public art gallery, the north side of Whitechapel High Street in the London borough of Tower Hamlets. Uh, it closes at 9pm weekly on weekdays. Also, we can visit at 7782 Whitechapel High Street, London E1. What's so special about Whitechapel Gallery, Michael? I think it's a, it's a mixture of artists they get to they, their, and their work they show. Yeah. So it might be someone you might have briefly heard of. It might be someone you've not heard of. Okay. I think they try and keep it fresh. Yeah. But they also do have events as well. 
I mean, they seem to have like a lot of international artists, and they do like courses during the summer as well. Um, and they have like a lot of exhibition space on the ground floor galleries in these kind of like stone worn brick walled areas. So um, at the moment, there's things there called the I Self Collection about bumped bodies. Uh, there's a one called Katya Novitskova who's doing Invasion Curves. And apparently, there's a youth forum with Seth Pimlet um, for a project called Alone Together. So. Um, what other reasons would make Whitechapel Gallery interesting? I think it's also they do have, you have like artists talk, you can go to lectures with artists. Yeah. And they show like art films, because cause I'm sort of on their email, so I'll get whatever's happening each month. I forgot, Whitechapel Gallery's got a cinema inside, hasn't it? Yeah, so, so it might, so some... It might be like abstract films or something. What, does that sound appealing to you, Steve? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that was almost like a, an Akosh bowl uh, short answer. Well, what do you What do you think um, about gal- the mixture of galleries showing films as art? Is that a valid purpose or point for you? Yes, that that yeah, I've, I have no problem with that. I won't be writing any letters about it. Um, and how much would you pay to go to a place like Whitechapel? I mean, is it close to where you live? Um, it's easy-ish enough to get to. Yeah? Yeah. Have you ever been there before at all? I've been to Whitechapel before, yeah. But not the gallery? No, I went to look around Jack the Ripper sites. Okay. Uh, well, looking at <laughs> in the interior of this gallery, I mean, does that look like interesting, spacious enough for you? Um, yes. Yes, it looks lovely. I mean, do you have a, like a, I suppose, a pressing concern about like buildings being DDA compliant and accessible to attend? Um, I I probably should be yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that. I mean, this is quite close to. Um, uh, it's just right next door to um, Allgate East Station, actually, which hmm. um, I suppose is a blessing in disguise in some ways in terms of. If you're lost in London, it's a place to go. And I think it's um, about 10 minutes walk from Brick Lane if you want some fancy places to eat and stuff. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Cool. Which place is this? Sorry? This is Whitechapel Gallery. So it's in a kind of like tre- trendy, hipstery area. area. And um, I think they've got like a book and sales kiosk as well to buy bits and pieces. And you say there's a mixture of, of paintings and film in there? Uh, they've got a small cinema in there, as I remember, which probably holds about fifty people. But they've got like, for that's the uh, cinema which I'm uh, thrown up into. Do they show art house pieces? Uh, I think it, what they, they yeah like installation films, and sometimes they do short films and do talks there as well. Yeah. Oh dear. Okay. What's an oh dear for? You think that's too much? You think cinemas belong in uh, picture houses and view cinemas? I went to. Um, I find it weird. Yeah, I don't know. It, obviously, I know it's all comes on the same umbrella as being artistic. But I just think when you when you try to uh, cross over, well, weave together those two mediums, it, it just film and art. Yeah, it's it's weird to me. Yeah, listen, if you go into a gallery, I, I was at the Tate the other day, and I was I was yeah. in the gallery looking at some 
very ice shut pieces and, and you was like what's that film doing there Something yeah and then move you it. go to the side room <laughs> and in, in the side room you've got people sleeping on the couches so the, the, yeah. the, the, the films ain't doing their purpose I think it's yeah. just a wasted opportunity were they sleeping or were they meditating on what they had just seen no they said you know what this place is so huge <laughs> I need to camp out here for a moment <laughs> it's unbelievable so um, yeah I, I, I don't know I, I would I would I could do without okay. cinemas in well in galleries. Yeah, in galleries. Okay, so that one's kind of a, it's in the middle, sort of thing. Which one do you want to check out next? We got God's Own Junkyard, uh, Horniman Museum, if I'm saying it right, National Photo Gallery, or Tate Modern. National Photo Gallery. Okay, let's. <laughs> <laughs> you 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 shouted that out like a uh, a game show contestant on the uh, TV. What the price in the is 80s. right? Yeah, price is right. <laughs> let's see what's behind the, behind this window. I go for the National Portrait Gallery for five hundred. <laughs> so uh, National Portrait Gallery's got another fancy website. Um, apparently, they you can become a member quite easily, and you get unlimited entry to the uh, cleverly titled Michael Jackson on the wall which is um, shown until the uh, 21st of October and it's the BP, BP Portrait Award um, which happens in 2018 which I'm guessing happens there every year and um, they've got art, music, talk and drinks uh, featuring people of the likes of Akala where they do what they call Friday Lates which is like a late night London event um, to hang out in so, um, what do you think of the National Portrait Gallery? Um, yes, it seems lots of exciting things going on. Yeah. I mean, there's a what's on here in their website. Um, I think the big thing is this kind of Michael Jackson uh, exhibition, which feels loosely like stills taken from behind the scenes of his uh, stage and video performances. And it's yes. £10 to get in. Oh yeah, I, w- I wouldn't pay for that. You wouldn't pay for that. <laughs> I wasn't okay. that big of a Michael Jackson fan. <laughs> if you became a member and you could go, <clears throat> if you became a member knowing you can get access to that for free, would you be interested in that? Um, not specifically Michael Jackson, but I might. Why aren't you interested in Michael Jackson? Um, you're not gonna get ten. Per- you're not gonna get ten points for a correct per- answer. That seems personal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't need to um, probe any further I've been to the National Portrait Gallery okay um, very nice venue Interior. okay um, I it is literally a bunch of photographs yeah photographs there's headshots everywhere it's wow. portraits isn't it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. think it was famous also for having the uh, one of the album covers for Blur which was that kind of the four-way uh, kind of Andy Warhol-like picture. Where oh, it was yeah, like the minute, that, that was the singles album. Yeah, and it was like the minute... I think it was fascinating because it was the minimum amount of detail which kind of captured each character. My, my friend Blur. met the drummer from Blur the other day. He okay. was very nice. How was that? Yeah, he was very nice. <laughs> <laughs> he, set, he, set, he set the trees once. No, no, he's the bass player. He, oh. he met the drummer. The most interesting thing about the National Portrait Gallery is that... Moving um, on from Blair. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm bringing it back to, to, bring it back to base. Yeah. Uh, there was a, a portrait of um, Nelson Mandela that looked like it was done by toddler's feet. Really? Yeah. It was, 
And what made that kind of a central or prominent featured? Because part? it was the worst painting in there. Yeah. <laughs> by far, it stood out that much. Perhaps it was by children's feet. Yeah. Yeah. It could I, have been, it could it have been by refugee children yeah. who survived. It could have been like some a kid kind of apartheid. Got one foot. Yeah, one. Exactly. That's, that's the only thing he's got. And he he lost his parents on the <laughs> yeah. on the refugee boat over. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. now I feel like I should give that painting much more respect than what it, you probably it, should. Yeah. Do. Is yeah. that is that a painting of Ed Sheeran? Yeah, yeah, we've got Ed Sheeran standing next to a painting of Ed Sheeran. Which what? I'm going, that's I'm the most pretentious I'm, stuff I'm, I've ever I'm, seen in my life. I'm, I don't going, think I'm going off the natural. I don't think Ed Sheeran gallery. painted it himself. I think somebody painted it. No, for but he looks like Ron Howard there. He, yeah, he does. He does look a bit um, like Ron Howard in, su- in much the way that uh, Christopher Nolan is growing into Brendan Gleeson and Leonardo DiCaprio is starting to look like Christopher Nolan. But um, yeah, it's just, actually, it's a bit of a Van Gogh about it, I think, of the painting, not um, Ed Sheeran himself. Van Gogh was ginger country. as well, wasn't he? He was what? Van Gogh was ginger as, ginger well, as, well. as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Scottish, according to Dr. I really? prefer to say red haired, yeah. but yeah. Well, he was actually born in Scotland. <laughs> there's a there's a Doctor Who story with Vincent. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. He's played by a Scottish actor. So. Oh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> um, apparently, it was done by an Irish artist. I can't won't figure out what his name is, but it looks like Liam he's Neeson. done Liam Neeson as well. Yeah. So I like that one. Um, so it could be the guy could be called Colin Davidson who did the uh, painting. Picture of himself. Yeah, he did a picture of himself. Yeah. Well, I think if you're that good, you should, you probably should. Take a couple start of yourself. With yourself. Yeah, um, but yeah, National Portrait Gallery. I mean, as an influence, is this a go-to? I, d- I yes, think no? I, I think I'd more be more likely to go to that one than the last one. Yeah, yeah, I, I do yeah. recommend the National Portrait. Is that Ed Sheeran? Yeah, Ed Sheeran's all over the place. Why this one. Got a bit of Muhammad Ali. Well, he's made a lot of money, so I'm guessing they have to capture him Actually, before he disappears. If, from this angle, Muhammad Ali looks like. Um, what? The what's the guy who's who's who's, who's the new star of the uh, Star Wars? John Boyega. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From this angle, anyway. Okay. When it was, when I had to squint. Okay, cool, cool. I mean, he could be the next uh, Ali uh, for all you filmmakers and producers out there. No, he's too Get short. John Boyega. He's too short. He's too short to play Ali. Yeah, oh, that's a real shame. Um, well, we can live with the Will Smith. Well, just cast other short people. Yeah. yeah, that is a that and, is and a make make the sets people. a bit smaller. I, yeah, I, yeah. I was shocked when they made <laughs> him, him smaller gloves. They, as they well. cast him as um, what's his name? Uh, Idris Elba's son in that that crap. What's that Pacific Rim two? Oh, is it, he's the son of Idris Elba. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that's interesting. But moving on, um, National Portrait Gallery, good go to place. Yeah, three stars. Three stars. Okay, I'll give it three and a half stars. <coughs> I'm sorry, Michael. It's a, it seems a little bit better than White Chapel. I know he's rooting for it. No, no, it's just it's just that I used to live near there, so okay. it's, it's just a shame they they just got rid of the library. Okay, I mean National Portrait Gallery is in St Martin's Place, London, West Central, so that's nearer to Covent Garden. So Trafalgar Square. Yeah, we yeah. could get there on the Central Line, uh, coming from Ithaca House. Uh, but what are your thoughts on? National Portrait Gallery. Michael. I'll go three point five. Three point five. Okay, so um, we're going to move on now. We've got some other places we could look at. Uh, so we've got God's Own Junkyard left, the National Gallery, I think, and the Horny Man Museum. How do you say the Horny Man? Am I am I saying it right? Horny yes, Man. Horny I man. thought we just did the National Gallery. We did the National Photo Gallery. Portrait, Portrait Gallery. gallery. Portrait gallery, sorry. And then we've got another national There's gallery. A, I thought there was another national gallery. There really is. Na- found a corner. It's in the corner just to confuse people. Uh, that's Horniman Museum. 
And I thought we were doing the Natural History Museum or National. Nat- I'm getting confused. <laughs> but we should okay. we should think about ones where we can actually physically get to uh, quickly from Ithaca House. So does that mean the witches are off the table, or are they on know. the table? The witches one was. Uh, are they on the stake? Let's just find. Let's the witches one in Cornwall is not such a good idea. The Victor Wind Museum of Curiosities and Fine Art. Is that right? Yeah. Is um, actually it could be the London. There's a London Museum of Witchcraft and Magic. It's a collection of occult from around the world, and this is from November 2017. It looks like it's going to be in Hackney, and it's called the Museum of Witchcraft and Magic. Does anybody know about or has heard of this before? I have been there, but I couldn't get down to the museum because it was a very tight spiral staircase. Right. And I'd had a couple of pints, and yeah. I didn't really want to die. Or use magic in that to museum. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, it, from what I saw from upstairs, yeah. um, I couldn't see much. You couldn't <laughs> see much. <laughs> maybe, maybe they'd cast a spell over you, and that's why yeah. you couldn't see much. But when I when I was there, because I went there because they had the Cornish um, Witchcraft Museum were actually exhibiting stuff there at the time. So it was a lot of so, cultural history. Yeah, I was going to go there and look at look at my history. So um, apparently, there's been. Are you, are you ethnically Cornish? Yeah. And do you believe in independence? I don't know if I believe in independence, but I definitely feel Cornish rather than English. Okay, yeah. nice. Mm. He's a foreigner amongst us. <laughs> we need to root do, him do, out. Do you speak Cornish then? Uh, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's why they kicked him out. He, yeah, exactly. he, was, he wasn't keeping up with tradition. Passed him out. <laughs> <laughs> so um, what we've got here is um, they've had exhibitions up here until the 29th of April. I'm sure they've got some more, but it says an exhibition dedicated to Cornwall's most magical museum. So it looks like they transfer some stuff up to London. Uh, and the exhibition featured then haunting photographs of haunted objects from uh, Shadows 100 Objects from the Museum of Witchcraft and Magic by Sarah Hanant and Simon Costin. Um, there's also like prints that they've done that are available and it seems like... And they've got a bar. They've got a bar there as well. Mm. Well, I guess they might have. Um, it seems like this place is um, 11 Mystery E8 4RP. So I think to get there from enough, we'd use the Jubilee line to probably go somewhere. It is a very tight... It's a tight spot. Yeah, so you have to be careful if you have mobility issues or... Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a bit awkward, isn't it? I mean, yeah. there isn't no, like, ramp access, like, lifts or anything like that. No, it's, it's not. I mean, it's, it's it's quite a tight little shop. So do you think that's going to get them kind of complaints in the long term or do you think they're kind of working it out in terms of we just got here and we're still trying to... I, I, it's it's very hard to kind of adapt that sort of place, isn't it? I don't... Yeah, uh, I'm not going to um, uh, lead a boycott against it. Yeah, I mean, looking at um, some one of their main pictures here on the contact page, yeah. it looks like um, almost like a. It's got this weird kind of school assembly floor tiling, and then it's got this uh, strange paraphernalia walls where you've got like little bits and pieces, almost like you're walking into a Harry Potter scene almost mm. or um that picture makes it look bigger, bigger than it is oh really yeah okay. well that's the art of illusion when you're dealing yeah. with museums of magic yeah um I think I'd be interested to go there I, I'd like to I'd like to go but I just can't get down there yeah I mean having not mm-hmm. seen the accessibility um I think because it's in Hackney it's quite central and it's quite close and it's a bit unconventional I think I'd be very interested so I'm going to give that one like four stars 
I mean, it's got four and a half stars on Google reviews, but I'm going to give it four stars myself. And um, MKH, is that a place that you'd think of visiting? Um, I'm I'm Catholic, so I, I believe in enough witchcraft without taking on someone else's. You can say, I don't eat pork either. And, uh, no, we, we've got our own witchcraft. Yeah. I don't need to take on anyone else's cultural witchcraft. Yeah, <laughs> it, it could be cultural overload or witchcraft overload. Yeah, um, exactly. How about yourself, Michael? I probably would. I probably would. You probably would. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, so, ready to talk about the next uh, space or location? Um, we have still got uh, still flicking through pictures of Ed Sheeran's National Pork Trek. Okay? We've got God's Own Junkyard, and we've got um, Tate Modern. Which one do you want to check? Uh, God's God's Own Junkyard. Okay. So this is a place that I've been to before and it's in a more unassuming area called Walthamstow. And um, more recently, Walthamstow has been, uh, uh, I wouldn't say a victim, but it's been part of the gentrification of people moving in and out and some people have now renamed Walthamstow Awesomestow. Um, that's not me saying no it. No one's that's ever awful. said that. Exactly. I'm telling you. No, <laughs> no they, they ever said There's graffiti. They've put graffiti on like one or two walls just past one of the old cinemas, which has now been converted into a pub, which and is probably the hipsterish thing that is that, probably was that done by a skateboarder wearing a Shea Guevara. I I top. don't know. It's possible, but they've got like they've got pubs which are supposed to be. They've got cinemas which are supposed to be pubs. And pubs, which are probably um, I don't know, crashes and crashes that are cinemas. It's a bit of a cocktail in the mix. But in this space here, you've got an industrial estate, and it's one of probably one of the most exciting industrial estates to go to in London because there's two breweries there. I do love my industrial estate. Um, there's a there's a place <laughs> where they um, manufacture and sell gin. It's like a it's almost like a gin cafe. And um, there's an odds and sods ornament space. But then God's Own Junkyard is kind of the heart of what's going on here. And apparently it's kind of... Um, you've got a guy called Chris Bracey, who's an artist. And he's been known as a neon man for 37 years. And he creates art pieces. And he's done stuff with David LaChapelle, Martin Creed, and uh, bits and pieces in Los Angeles. He creates... He's got a cult following, but it's all because of these neon gallery lights that he's got which are like combinations of anything from um uh circus uh signs uh blackpool light signs uh even the more risque cabaret and strip club signs some of them he's uh recovered and restored and some of them he's made from scratch so i'm just whizzing through some lights and effects that he's done now is this your way of saying that you've become a reluctant hipster um, no, I'm just saying it's local and um, it's free as well. It's like the interesting thing about this space, it's a gallery style in terms of the way it's laid out. Like you can literally just walk in, walk around and walk out again, but you don't have to pay for entry. I think the the catch is if you buy food and drinks there, the minimum spend on a card is like five pounds and then they've got like visitors kind of trophies and ornaments like the T-shirts, cards badges that say god's own junkyard on it but you can't buy any of the items you're really just asking him to create it from scratch um okay and this is a wall from stuff yeah. yeah i'd be terrified that i'd break something 
In there, I think there's a lot of space to walk around. Um, I'll try and find some pictures. Actually, there's a video here. Actually, I'll play that in silent. Um, but the um, I think there's enough walkaway space around there. I think even Dynamo has brought some publicity to the space by uh, doing a uh, uh, what you call it, a uh, magic tricks there. But um, it is a kind of a marvelous space, and it's open seven days a week and uh, it's open late on Sundays but um, uh, yeah you can have cafe the, the cakes are kind of good there as well but um, yeah what do you think of it Michael it looks interesting yeah I think if you have to have an aversion from it it's probably if you, you've you got light sensitive or electrosensitivity you may want to avoid this type of place okay so, I, I, what do you think of this space, guys? Um, as a place to I'm, I'm not sure. Um, yeah, maybe give it a go. I think you, you might give it a go. Okay. Yeah. Um, better or worse than Whitechapel Gallery or National Portrait? I'd rather still rather go to National Portrait Gallery because there's a lot more going on. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. How about yourself? Not so bright either. Yeah. I assume. Uh, well, the irony is, it's usually open during daylight hours. It'd probably be fan- more fantastic if it was an overnight opening. Yeah. Um, but what do you think? Uh, I don't like it. <laughs> you don't like it. I think it's a bit pretentious. Yeah. It's too much for the senses. It's too much going on. Yeah. And um, I think it for the area that Walthamstow is becoming, it fits right in. Yeah, yeah. But um, I don't ever go Walthamstow, so I could care less. Or Awesomestow. <laughs> Don't there. say that again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, but I'm going to give that a miss. Okay, okay. So, Michael, are you giving it a miss? Or you, you think it's I'll, I'll, I'll at least give it one one go, just one to go. see what it's like. I think we're going to give it one star. Yeah, one star. That sounded like two stars to me. But, um, yeah, I think it's not too bad. Um, I, I'm not as... Because I've been there, I'm not as curious as I would be for the, uh, the witchcraft and magic space. So, I would give this... A f- maybe a flat three or three about three and a half stars what was the best thing about um, the place for you to me uh, I think the best thing is also the worst thing about it because it's kind of limited with its motifs it's got this idea of like fallen angels and uh, the how sanctimonious religion is and it's and I think there's even a small shrine where you've got um, like a Jesus Christ with his arms hanging out and he's got two his neon he's, it, so his arms <laughs> spread out and um, he's got well it could be hanging out because these is sculptures and uh, he's got two neon guns in each hand pointing outwards and it's like a shrine which is uh, dedicated to America's uh, over reliance on religion and um, dependency on golden culture. And stuff like that and it, that message kind of gets driven through like two or three times around the space so maybe it'll be a bit too one dimensional for some people but yeah there it, is. there it goes should we try another place yep okay uh, Tate Modern how many, how, how many have we gone through now I think we've gone through uh, three four because uh, we haven't done Horny Museum. Okay, let's do Horny Museum. Horny, horny Man, man Museum. <laughs> Actually, Tate Modern, let's say Tate Modern is a bit too far. Horny Man Museum is in Forest Hill, which is quite far away, but is it? because it's got an interesting name, we'll go for it. Okay. Um, so, the Horny Man Museum. Um, I bet I've been saying it wrong and you're just making me say yes, it. Yes, like it that is the Horny Man Museum. On, pers- on purpose. I, I, know, I know about it because my, my first girlfriend 
when she left Cornwall, she left Cornwall to work at the Honeyman Museum. Okay. And there was a big article about it in our local paper, like, local girl moves to London. Really? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Doesn't that happen, like, every week? So is that how um, Cornwall sells newspapers? <laughs> yeah. Or, like, ha- how rare it is for people to actually leave Cornwall? Because... Because there's probably one crossing guard who has to he has to clock off at five oh, o'clock. Is it is it like that's um, why no one can come out? Is it like a nightclub oh. when the guy has the clicker <laughs> <laughs> counting people in and out? <laughs> one gone, one in. Yeah, exactly. It's bizarre. It was like a full page, like article, <laughs> a big photograph of him. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently, it's really cool. Um, yeah. my friend, he's he's had a couple of sons recently. Yeah. And he takes them there, and they love it. There's a lot of room. There's a lot of outside space to run around, and because of interesting, weird little exhibits. So it's Horniman Museum, but it's yeah. actually Horniman Museum and Garden. So yeah. it's a uh, it's a museum in Forest Hill, commissioned in 1998, opened in 1901, designed by Charles Harrison Townsend of the Arts and Crafts style, apparently. And um, looking at some of the images, it looks. Um, festival light I mean you've got some big kind of like greenhouse kind of effects type place I mean this is the one with the big glass windows I'm sure it's been used in a couple of films is that the Botanic mm. Gardens is that really the Horny Man place it looks like it to me I mean that's okay. the Google what the Google search says okay you think it's the bo- connected to the Botanical Gardens I'm not sure I okay. thought that was the place in the Botanical Gardens because you know sometimes they just add stuff into yeah, Google yeah. Images like that they put different tags yeah just to be noticed but this is like a big space I mean it reminds me as, as a plusher version of um, the William Morris gallery which is also in Walthamstow but um, yeah this looks pretty cool what do you think Michael? yeah you're dumbfounded aren't you? <laughs> by the grace the layers of glass paving and just the sheer They've, they've got a uh, kind of saying they've, they've got um uh, that looks like something out of a Doctor Strange yeah they got like uh, cryptozoological um, specimens so some guy tried to do a he, he made like a taxidermy version of this like monster that he pretended that they'd found somewhere oh right and that's in the museum it's, it's but it was kind a of, fake monster it's, it's a fake monster but it was used to kind of I, I would have loved to have been around science. back then just to like just make <laughs> stuff up yeah. and have everyone believe it because they don't know any better. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, they didn't have Twitter or Google or the internet then, so probably what people were putting in front of them, they just had to yeah, say, this yeah, is believe. it's true. You know? I watched a, a video the other day. Yeah. It's, it was apparently in an American uh, outback woods where it's, it's clearly been um, CGI'd. Yeah. Where a dog's being chased by a, a nine foot <laughs> unidentified wolf. It was so stupid. Wow. But people were actually floating this around the internet like, this is real. And it was also <laughs> seen in Brazil. Yeah, yeah. And now yeah. it's in America and you think, oh, because that stop. nine foot wolf had to get his uh, well, saver points by travelling from Brazil yeah. to the UK. It'll, it will actually run faster if it's nine foot long now. Yeah. So oh, I could see it wasn't rendered right. The rendering was like after the dog. It was like, no, come on, stop it. But yeah, I mean, I mean, there's a big, massive walrus here, actually. That's what you want in a museum, I think. Yeah. I mean, uh, that doesn't look fake to me, but if it was... I'm not saying that one's fake, but they do have yeah. fake 
um, zoological specimens yeah. that people used to hawk around in the 19th century at freak shows and stuff like yeah, that. Walruses do exist. Yeah, 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 yeah. they just used to be that size. Yeah. <laughs> but the thing is, I suppose it's that idea of just the factual um, scientific history and the fake scientific yeah, history that yeah, advanced yeah. us together. Yeah, it's, it's the Museum of Oddities, I believe. Okay, cool. Yeah. So, I mean, this place looks like it does looks like something out of um, Fantastic Beasts and Where mm. to Find Them or some kind of um, uh, 18th or 19th century Sherlock Holmes kind of story but I think mm. this Horny Man Museum might be worth going to what do you reckon? yeah cool I mean yeah I mean I might run into my ex-girlfriend but yeah do you think she works there? You <laughs> weren't running to manager. Uh, no, I mean, my <laughs> mate went there about three years ago and she was working there then. God damn. So, yeah. She was good pay. I don't <laughs> think you can run into your ex girlfriend because all the paparazzi will be in front of her <laughs> taking pictures. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. I, I'll, I'll go just for that. Yeah. <laughs> she still worked there. Yeah. You get a family yeah. discount or something. Yeah. Friends and family discount. <laughs> um, uh, MKH, is that a Horny Man Museum? What do you think of it for yourself? I'll go just for the name alone. Yeah, and just okay. take a picture in front of the photo, uh, front of the, the the building or the name. And yeah. Say, look, um, and I'll cut off the um, the man. Okay. I'm just, I'm just here being <laughs> horny. <laughs> okay, so um, I think we we got to land this plane, as uh, MKH usually likes to say. Uh, we can do a five, four, three, two, one. So coming in fifth place. The place that we're least likely to go out of uh, God's Own Junkyard, National Gallery, uh, National God, Portrait God's Gallery. God's Junkyard. God's Junkyard. That's five. You're dropping the own out of it. Okay, so uh, that'll be a number five. Have we agreed on that? That's the least Yeah, I'm, I'm not really interested in God's Junkyard. God's Own Junkyard. Okay, so you weren't convinced? <laughs> okay. okay. Um, and uh, coming in at number four, it felt like... Um, it was a toss-up between uh, the National Gallery and the uh, photo gallery and Whitechapel Gallery. I think it was. What do you think? I think Whitechapel. Yeah. Whitechapel Gallery. Yeah. yeah. Okay, it was number four, and um, coming in at number three because I think we also talked about um, uh, the witchcraft, didn't we? Oh. The witchcraft place. Yeah. The the the. the what was the witchcraft place called? In? Um. Victor Wynn's Museum of Curiosities. I don't know. Okay, so Vic, between Victor Wynn and National Photo Gallery, Portrait Gallery, which one do you think sounded better? I'd rather go better? to the Portrait Gallery just for ease of movement. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I agree. Okay, okay. So we'll put Victor Wynn's Gallery uh, of uh, Magical Mayhem and whatever else it was called. Yeah, whatever um, it's called. <laughs> Magical Museum. We'll put it at number three. And then we'll put the National Portrait Gallery in at number two. Yeah. And so I think it's quite fair to declare what the outright winner is. Um, it seems to be the impeccably named uh, Horny Man Museum. Nothing oh, to do that with one of the exhibits that I... Oh, nice. Okay. Well, that's the half man, half fish yeah, yeah, exhibit yeah, yeah. that um, <laughs> Stephen's showing off now, which he actually looks kind of worrying now. It makes me want to put horny man museum back down to a number two <laughs> it's kind of like a black mirror it looks like the end of a black mirror episode <laughs> actually looking at it like finding out that I think a, it looks oh, it looks cool yeah I think it's going to be like it, a, a, a mermaid. real mermaid yeah yeah. yeah. but I, you know what I, I um, 
it kind of looks like a story of like a guy's found a way to create sustainable food and he's <laughs> fallen into the vat by accident with the chemical formula he's ended up becoming one of the sustainable fishes i've i've had a fear of mermaids ever since um i think it was the fourth pirates of the caribbean movie i was gonna say the fourth time that you watched uh, splash or something like that <laughs> no no yeah no because I, I, why are they showing it on christmas every year no like they, they um the mermaids that they had in that yeah they were scary as hell man right okay i, I haven't seen it yeah ever since then i've just been scared of mermaids okay. i just don't want to know about mermaids <laughs> or anything like that what and which it, part of it is scaring is the scales the fish the flappy the way that their faces turned into vampires underneath the water and you oh, know okay. what? It, 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 there is a great possibility. But you said you've seen Stingray as well, because that was from the sixties, and that oh, had yeah. Uh, yeah, and mermaids said, in it. Yeah, and I said well, a that, that wasn't my favorite puppet show. Yeah, it was because of the mermaid. No, that, you just reminded me of the mermaids, but yeah, I was. She wasn't a mermaid. Are no, you doing with Aquamarina? Aquamarina. She wasn't a mermaid though. She was, was just she? A, a person that lived in the sea. Oh, <laughs> she didn't <laughs> have the fishy. The I don't fishy think she had a fish tail. No. Okay. I think she had normal. So, so that means my earliest memory she of just, it. Yeah, yeah, she just she could just she just she just existed in the water. Yeah, yeah oh, okay, that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah. So that means the early, my earliest memory of a mermaid would either be watching Popeye or literally Splash with Tom Hanks Splash, and Daryl Hannah. Yeah. yeah, I've never seen a mermaid in Popeye. Oh, there must have been at least one. One, but Daryl Hannah's quite attractive and not scary. I mean, um, well, as a mermaid, that was just my last thought of. Yeah, but she she lost her tail, didn't she? In that. Yeah, movie. Yeah, okay. when when he came to land, you have to yeah. learn how to rode legs. Yeah. yeah, and then you got that that fish banging movie, the fish banging movie. <laughs> yeah, that that was a big hit at the the Oscars. Was well, it fish? It was down. Oh, Shape of Water. Yeah, Shape of Water. Yeah. Okay, the fish banging story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they do. <laughs> they do get to know each other rather well. Yeah, that was weird, man. That I'm not sure weird. if I'm ready for that now. But you know what? Um. It, it's quite a possibility that there are mer humans yeah. out there. Yeah, we, we still haven't found eighty percent. We haven't discovered eighty percent of <laughs> the water. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a deep, deep sea there, and it's a dark sea. Actually, there's a Vin Vendors, uh, I think, documentary uh, called. Um, uh, I'm not sure if it's called To the Ends of the Earth or something like that, but it's actually really interesting to watch because it's about. Um, the people who work at the extreme ends of the earth to kind of discover things um, that seems scary as hell man I couldn't do that yeah and it's kind of like people who like work it's like it's a small community of people who like work and live in like the south pole do deep sea diving and stuff like that. I'm trying to remember what the the title was called I might have to um, just google it but um, I think yeah I'd be fascinated at the Horniman Museum to kind of see what discoveries are and aren't there sort of thing. Ah. Cool. Is okay, that, is so that plane landed? I think we landed in a plane because I'm, I'm not going to be able to remember this Vin Vendors uh, documentary. But um, it probably because it wasn't Vin Vendors who did it. But um, yeah, that's the end of um, Places of Interest. And uh, this uh, selection has ended up with us suggesting that we should take the art workshop to the Horniman Museum so let's hope we can make that happen or something like that happen soon uh, so thank you for listening uh, this has been Enough Said and you have been listening to uh, the marvellous Michael Ahan see ya
the uh, suggestible Stephen Coat. Um, cheers. And uh, you've also been listening to the uh, malleable uh, Malachi Howe, also known as MKH Inc. Is, is this like one of those, um, what's it called? I'm having a bad time with my those synonyms. Things you know, where he says that they have to have the same Peter Parker. initial. Yeah, that's what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. we're, do, we're doing that now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, you've been uh, listening to the uh, terribly torrential uh, Trevor Jones. Uh, this has been Enough Said, and we are looking at another episode uh, which has been marked off uh, we're not sure which number this is but we hope you do because we hope you're listening to this on our uh, broadcast channel of Castbox. if you'd like to know more about uh, the Enough Said podcast feel free to search via the hashtag Enough Said that's hashtag I-N-U-F S-A-I-D to find out more about the charity please check out our website www.inuf.org that's www.inuf.org or you can follow us on Twitter via at enough underscore charity that's at inuf underscore t-h-e-c-h-a-r-i-t-y thank you for listening Uh, stay blessed stay in good health and uh, good luck with your mental health recovery strategies wherever you may be over and out.